Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Asthma Spotlight podcast are my own and they are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, health or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. So once again, this episode was stimulated as a result of the inquest report on the tragic, potentially preventable asthma death of a 10-year-old boy. So last week in episode 53, I spoke about one of the major preventable factors that cause asthma attacks and deaths, and that was about excess prescribing of short-acting bronchodilator inhalers, the so-called Saba inhalers, which are usually blue. Today, I'm going to focus on another major preventable factor for asthma attacks. And before I do so, please do listen to podcast number 50, where I describe the inquest findings, which has simulated my current thoughts for GP colleagues wanting to improve asthma outcomes. If you do find these podcasts helpful, please do click the follow button so you'll get a reminder whenever a new episode is published. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. So following my thoughts on how to reduce excess prescribing of short-acting relievers, let's think about another way that general practitioners can reduce the suffering experienced by people with asthma, also reduce attacks and deaths, and at the same time reduce workload. So while this episode is intended primarily for primary care doctors and their staff, people with asthma will also find this information useful. When a coroner finds in an inquest that someone's death could have been prevented, 
they issue a Regulation 28 report, which details the findings of the inquest with the aim of ensuring changes um, that can be made to prevent future deaths. Of course, this applies to the United Kingdom. I'm not sure what happens in other countries. Now, in my experience, these Regulation 28 reports on potentially preventable asthma deaths don't usually result in any national action or any national recommendations for change, particularly regarding child asthma deaths. So in my view, it's really down to doctors to change their practice for the benefit of their patients. Now I do know a lot of colleagues say they're very busy and they can't focus on asthma, but asthma affects about 10% of your patient population. And in my view, that's a signal that asthma should be one of your priorities and you should really be up to speed with the evidence basis for managing this disease. Some of the potentially modifiable factors identified in many people who have these attacks are firstly ex excess short-acting beta agonist bronchodilators, the so-called SABAs, which I dealt with last week. The second modifiable factor involves the preventer drugs, which are also called controllers, which are usually inhaled corticosteroids. The third factor relates to the ability of the person to use their inhaler device. And the fourth is when someone keeps attending the general practice surgery or hospital with attacks. That's another signal that something serious is going wrong and that the person is at risk. So I have discussed excess Saba inhaler prescriptions and today I'm going to focus on the second modifiable factor, which is responsible for asthma attacks, and that is insufficient or no prescription for an inhaled corticosteroid inhaler. Now, the reason why this is such an important risk factor for attacks goes to the basic understanding of asthma. Asthma is an inflammatory disease, which in simple terms means that the walls of the airways swell up due to influx of inflammatory cells, such as the eosinophils. Secondly, the airways get overstimulated by release of inflammatory mediators, such as histamine, which makes the airways hyperreactive or twitchy, which tightens the airways. And third, the influx of cells into the lumen of the airways, causing blockage of those airways. So these three processes, three inflammatory processes, reduce a person's ability to get air into their lungs. So why is it so important to understand this? Well, the drugs that work against this inflammation include corticosteroids. And the safest way to get corticosteroids into the body is by using inhalers, where you get a relatively low dose compared to a corticosteroid tablet. Now, while the reliever drugs in the blue inhalers work against one of the end effects of inflammation, that's of course the spasm or tightening of the airways that results from the stimulation by the mediators, these drugs do not work against the underlying inflammation. And that's why it's so dangerous to only prescribe the blue uh, reliever inhalers for people with asthma. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. So from my experience of examining over 700 sets of medical records when I led the UK National Review of Asthma Deaths, one of the major factors in many of those deaths due to asthma was due to insufficient or no prescription for inhaled corticosteroid. Another factor was that even when these drugs were prescribed, many people didn't request or collect refill prescriptions. And in the case of children, this was a safeguarding issue. That is, where a parent responsible for a child's care failed to collect medication which had been prescribed by the doctor. In inquests into child asthma deaths in the UK since the National Review of Asthma Deaths was published, the fact that these children were not getting the doses of inhaled corticosteroids prescribed by their doctors was a major factor related to their deaths. And this was a factor in that recent death of a child um, where the inquest was published in December 2023. So what can doctors and prescribing nurses do to ensure their patients get sufficient inhaled corticosteroids to reduce asthma attacks and prevent deaths due to this disease? So the first thing is that since 2019, the international guidance has been to ensure that all those diagnosed with asthma are prescribed inhaled corticosteroids. Previous podcasts have included the different ways these drugs can be prescribed, and that does depend on your local circumstances and availability of the drugs. In the United Kingdom, doctors are fortunate that there is wide availability of these drugs, either in the form of inhalers alone or in combination with reliever drugs. There are three main ways that these inhaled corticosteroids can be prescribed. And the first is that they can be prescribed on their own in an inhaler, which is used once or twice a day. And the second way is inhaled corticosteroids can be prescribed in the same inhaler together with a long-acting bronchodilator reliever. Now, there are two types of these long-acting bronchodilator reliever inhalers. The first type is quick-acting, and the quick-acting one, which is called formotrol, works as fast as salbutamol, so it works as fast as the blue reliever, which is often prescribed. And there are also a number of other long-acting reliever drugs which are not quick-acting. Now, the inhaled corticosteroid in combination with formotrol, that's the quick-acting, long-acting bronchodilator, can be prescribed as needed in the case of mild asthma. And in the UK, that's licensed for people over the age of 12. And it can be prescribed as part of a so-called MART, which is maintenance and reliever regime, that is once a day and when needed for relief. So in these MART regimes, the reliever inhaler is delivered through the same device 
that delivers the anti-inflammatory inhaled corticosteroid. And that means that whenever the person uses their reliever, they also get inhaled corticosteroid, which will deal with the underlying inflammation, which is causing the symptoms. Now, the inhaled corticosteroid inhalers, which come in combination with one of the other long-acting relievers, these are the slower-acting, long-acting relievers, for example, valenterol or um, salmeterol, and there are others, and these can be prescribed once or twice a day, depending on their licenses, and in this case, you also need to prescribe a short-acting blue reliever like salbutamol or albuterol for relief. And in these cases, um, these patients cannot use the long-acting reliever with their inhalcorticosteroid as needed, and they can't use it for relief. These drugs are not licensed for that purpose. So the problem with prescribing the other kinds of long-acting bronchodilators with an inhalcorticosteroid and a, a blue reliever inhaler is that in many cases the risk is that people stop taking the preventer and they carry on with only the blue reliever inhaler and that's the only drug they get for their asthma. So the first way that GPs can fix this problem is by prescribing an inhaled corticosteroid. And so having prescribed an inhaled corticosteroid, the second task for GPs is to ensure that repeat prescriptions are issued and that they are collected by their patients. Because if they're not prescribed or collected, of course the patient won't be taking the drug. So whoever is responsible for overseeing the care of a person with asthma needs to have a system for identifying when insufficient medication is being collected. And conversely, where people are only collecting their blue reliever and not collecting the inhaled corticosteroid which had been prescribed. So collaboration with local community pharmacists could help with both of these preventable situations. The thing that general practitioners can do is to ensure that a post-attack review includes a careful check on whether inhaled corticosteroids were prescribed and or whether they're being collected. As a rough guide, people with asthma should be collecting at least 75% of their prescribed inhaled corticosteroids. So, for example, if the prescription is for an inhaled corticosteroid which contains 200 doses, and the patient needs to take one dose twice a day, this would require at least four inhalers a year. And that patient should be collecting at least um, one inhaler every four months, i.e. three inhalers a year. Or alternatively, if the prescription requires 12 inhalers a year, so if it's only got 30 doses where the patient's taking one dose a day, or 60 doses where the patients prescribe two doses a day, they would require 12 inhalers a year, and then they should be collecting at least eight in that year. If they're collecting less than eight, there's, that's an alert, and that person should be called in for a review. Now, of course, sometimes computer prescribing symptoms can raise alerts when insufficient inhaler preventers are being collected, or when excess short-acting relievers are being collected. So general practitioners need to have a robust system to identify 
and act on these cases in order to prevent asthma attacks and, of course, asthma deaths. So, in summary, enalcorticosteroids are essential for treating the inflammation due to asthma, and the blue relievers don't do this. Enalcorticosteroids should be prescribed for every asthma patient, either as needed in combination with a quick-acting reliever in one inhaler, or regularly. And systems should be in place to identify and act in cases where enalcorticosteroid preventers are not being prescribed or collected. Please do have a look at my website for information on my 7-step plan. This is at www.bigcatdoc.com And please do let me have any comments by email to asthmaspotlight at gmail.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please click the like and the follow buttons and share this podcast. Please do send me any feedback or questions to my email address, asthmaspotlight at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to answer these in future episodes.